with today's readings, as a background, I would uh, ponder where we have experienced separation or where we have experienced rupture in our lives. I think there are many ways we experience that division, but I think as a community and probably as individuals, one of the clearest ways we've experienced that is during the time of the pandemic. That was a significant catalyst to perhaps relational break, breakdowns within our lives. This can be one example we might use to illustrate Jesus' uh, point or his parable today. There are a few places or particular areas that struck me when I was praying with this passage. Uh, Jesus recounting the prodigal son. The first one was the moment where the younger son is in that position where he's on the farm and he's serving the swine and he sort of comes to his senses. He has a moment of clarity. How many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food to eat, but here I am dying from hunger. And he decides to return back to the father. It's an important moment because the son realizes his decisions and his actions have caused him to find this experience of disaster in his life where he's far from what he had hoped. He looked for fulfillment, right? He, he did those things looking for something. He was looking for, to fill his heart. But apart from the Father, he found not that joy, not fulfillment, but rather uh, desolation and, and destitution. So this path promised much, but it didn't deliver any of those things which it promised. So I feel like we have to have that epiphany moment for ourselves, where we come to our senses, where we have that moment of clarity and, and have a sense of, where am I needing to return to the Father? How, how have I perhaps created my own golden calf and gone off on my, my own, by my own self? Like the Israelites, they felt abandoned, right, by Moses, by God. And so they created the golden calf as a way to try to bring comfort to their lives, try to bring direction. Where do we give ourselves? But this only increased their separation from the Lord. So we have to ask our, ourselves, have I been led to something similar? When I felt abandoned, maybe by the church, maybe by my country, maybe by my family or friends, in those moments, have I created an ideology that I cling to as a way of dealing with my experience of feeling separated or feeling distant? Have I used this time to create my own little world that I'm stuck in? The point being, ideology doesn't save us, right? It's, it's, a, it's a way of thinking, but it doesn't save us. Yet how many ways have we oftentimes created this golden calf, this thing that we hold on to? Did I allow my own dogmas, my own ideas, my own preferences to become, in a sense, God for myself? Is there a way I lost focus on what's most important? And what resulted was confusion, division, and separation from each other. So we have to ask ourselves, has clinging to my golden calf made me free or not? Am I experiencing freedom with the last two years of my experience? Is there freedom there or do I feel less free? And so perhaps, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's not time yet, but I feel the tension at times, and I think, maybe it is time, maybe it is time. Is it time for us to come to our senses and return to the Father? In a sense, to return back to harmony together, to strive for that. Is it time to turn away from our ideologies, to destroy our golden calves, and instead reconnect with reality, to go back and seek full communion with our Father? 
And this brings us to a further point in the gospel, the older son, right? The older son, he refuses to enter the house to join the celebration. He's been hurt. He's frustrated with the younger son. The older son doesn't see that the younger son is trying to be reconciled. Instead, he holds on to the sinful behaviors of the younger son. He, he chooses to remain distant and angry, even going so far as to choose separation from the father, right? Instead of saying, okay, to be united to the father, I have to be united to my younger brother. But instead, he chooses to be separated from them both. Have we allowed the divisions that are present among us at times to become our focus so much so that we no longer share the joy of the Father, of our Heavenly Father? Are we missing out on the joy of our Father? Because we're so focused on our anger or our resentment towards the younger son, which would be whoever, right? Whoever we felt distant from or divided from or angry about or, or however we experience that brokenness in relationship. So Christianity requires us to share the joy of the Father. Sometimes we're like, maybe I'm not wanting to share the joy of the Father, but that's what Christianity is, to share the joy of the Father, to receive back our brother or our sister, the brother who has sinned, the brother who's done wrong, but who now is returning. Do we receive them back? Sometimes we want to say that we love the Father, but we don't love any of his other children. This is a very tempting idea, right? It's sort of an idea that's popular right now, but it's incongruent with true Christianity. It's kind of this idea of, I'm spiritual, but I'm not religious. Like Maybe you've heard that saying. Basically, what we say when we say that is, I'm about God, but I'm not about his family or the church or any community element of it. I could, I could do with Jesus or God, but I don't really want anything else. But in reality, the reality is we can't love the Father and not love his children. There may be times when some of the children haven't come to their senses yet and are still far afield, they're still in the prodigal stage, they're still out there somewhere, and so they are not asking to be received back yet. However, our desire should be that they come back. We should want that, we should desire that, we should seek that. We should have the same desire as the Father. And if we aren't willing to make peace, to reconcile, to offer forgiveness, to ask forgiveness if needed, then we are deceiving ourselves. We end up like the older son in the story. We are out. We are apart. We are cut off from the Father and his joy. Is there any one of us who can say that we suffered like Christ? Yet Jesus freely forgives. Jesus shows us how to overcome divisions in our lives. It's not by arguing our point. Sometimes we have to defend ourselves and, and talk about the truth, but that's not how we often overcome divisions. It's not by gaining political power and forcing our way on others. It's not by holding on to resentments or expressing our outrages. Jesus ends division by loving those who have hurt him by loving them and asking them to come back. He loves those who oppose him. He forgives them, those who aren't even worthy of it, and even those who might hurt him again. And he leaves that possibility out there that this could happen again. 
So we have to ask ourselves, have we come to our senses? Are we ready to turn back to the Father? Have we taken concrete steps to return? If we're in the younger son's position, or is there a brother or a sister, a parent, a child, a spouse? Is there someone who is asking for mercy from us, for forgiveness? And we haven't offered it. Before we can be Christ's body, we need to do this. We must return to the Father. We've made a mess of things, yes. And we have to ask the Father for mercy. We must offer mercy where it has been asked. So I'd encourage each one of us to ponder this. Where, where am I being asked to offer mercy? Where am I being asked to seek mercy? We've all experienced divisions in our lives, not just with the pandemic, but in many other places as well. We've all had hardened hearts at times towards ones who we should love or have loved in the past. We've all been hurt. We've all experienced division where once there was union. And so I would ask on behalf of the church, on behalf of the bishops of the church, or any other representatives of the church, I ask you to show mercy to us in whatever ways we have hurt you or whatever ways we have failed you, whatever ways we have been the younger son. For the times and the ways that we have failed you, I ask your mercy. If not for, you, for, for our sakes, do it for yourselves. Do it for yourselves. Do not allow these things to keep you from the joy and the celebration of the Father's house. Let us celebrate with a feast, because this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found.